Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the Can't Lose Show, and I'm your host, Trent. And it's your boy, Josh. <laughs> I'm just trying to find something to enter the show. It gotta be different. Ah, uh, Josh, we're back. <laughs> Keep trying, bro. Keep trying. <laughs> we're back. It was bye week. We didn't lose. And, yeah. you know. It was a good week for the Niners. It's a great week. Yeah. Honestly, though, it was. Yeah. We know we said it last week a little bit, but much needed. Huge trade. Yeah. Resting week. Welcome back to our players that were hurt. You know, it's perfect time. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know what? Also, a perfect time for is midseason awards. We're right dead smack in the middle. I think we should revisit our picks. Hell yeah. And see if we change something. You know, let's get into it, man. Yeah, let's see what's changed since the beginning, since week one. All right, MVP. Mine's changed. I had Patrick Mahomes. Mm. I'm gonna go Lamar Jackson now. My MVP is Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I had I had A Rod as my main one, but then my sleeper was Lamar, and that's what I've been going with since week one. Because you know what, everyone knows what happened to A Rod, and uh, I'm sticking with Lamar, dude. He's playing his ass off. Yeah, people were hating, you know, saying that after he got this contract, it wasn't worth it, whatever. But dude, playing his ass off, and he's my MVP favorite right now. It's a good pick. Offense player of the year. Uh, offensive player of the year. I started with JJ, and I mean, there's a lot of guys in the running for it, but I'm going to CMC now. Who you yeah. had in the very beginning? I'm going CMC. I put that little star next to him because that was my original. I'm sticking with him. But like we said earlier in our pre notes, AJ Brown, Tyreek Hill, we got to bring them up. Like it's I maybe a little bit biased, but then it's not like. CMC's very well deserved of this award. Tyree Kills put up some crazy numbers. AJ Brown's right there with him. Mm -hmm. And you Man, know, it's hard. just saying that right now, we're talking about uh, Tyreek needs to be in there. And obviously, AJ Brown, too, who's been going crazy. But Tyreek, now that we're saying that name, actually, he was your MVP favorite. You switched it up a few games in, and that was one of your hot takes was Tyreek was your new MVP favorite. Are you, yeah. You're switching to Lamar Jackson and going away? Yeah. I, I'm Honestly, I'd switch Lamar Jackson and CMC number two, honestly. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I Honestly, the thing CMC's doing, you know, just mm. Mr. Consistent, like, you can't put a price tag on that. And that's why Lamar Jackson's a little higher because he has a little more um, um, reason to each game. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I would go Tyreek probably at three or four now. So Yeah, I it's hard argue. for a receiver to keep up with those. Yeah, you know? it is. Very hard. hard. Yeah, for sure. I just remembered that right now, though. I was like, wait, hey, he changed his mind. He went with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. All Defense right. play of the year, I have TJ Watt. I got TJ Watt, too. We both had Bosa, and TJ Watt was one of your or you Yeah, had both I, of them I picked Watt. two. You couldn't decide. Yeah. yeah. And I'm uh, switching, yeah. Bosa, he's he's been having a quiet year, but he's been doing his thing, and obviously... I mean, when you take up three guys every play, it's going to yeah. free up someone or it should be helping out some of the guys. So, Watch Chase Young eat pretty soon because of that. Yeah. I know we were talking about Bosa, but watch him eat pretty soon. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I got TJ Watt. He's just been playing out of his mind. Coach of the year, you kind of you got me going on this one, so go ahead and say it. Oh, I, you switched over. I'm going yeah. with Dan Campbell. I've had him since the start. We've been high on the Lions, and Dan Campbell's the man, dude, and – the Lions are looking good on both sides of the ball. You know, it's one thing I love about them, and this is why he became my coach of the year right now, is the culture. 
Yeah, the, the culture, culture they have, and yep. that's purely from a coach. Yeah, you you got the right culture, you got success coming in your building, and that's kind of why their their seasons turned around and yeah, for sure, everything dude. for them. Yeah, and he changed around that franchise for sure. Offensive rookie of the year, I don't think I missed on mine at all. No, I started that shit. CJ Stroud. Yep, that was a one hundred percent great pick. I'm I'm switching over. I had Zay, and he's still having a good year. Yeah, like, he's doing all right, but. C.J. Stroud is just playing on another level right now. I mean, what do you have, four touchdowns last week? Game-winning drive with less than a minute to go. Yeah. Like, he's Big unbelievable. Time. Honestly, like, he's impressed me. He's even up for MVP now. Stone, like, one pick? Yeah. Yeah. He He's awesome. Um, That leads us into the rookie or defensive rookie of the year. Mine, he got hurt, I think, week four. He was leading, honestly, the votes. Before he got hurt. I think Jalen Carter's been the favorite. Mm, He's I, been the favorite. I don't know. But I switched. Yeah. But you're sticking with Jalen Carter? I'm sticking with Jalen Carter. But who'd you switch to? I went to uh, Devin Witherspoon out of Seattle. That's a really good one. I like that one a lot. He's very impressive, honestly. like the I love how fast he's been playing. I didn't even realize how fast he was in yeah. just, a, just in general. But it seems like he gets to the ball so quick and... Guys are not outrunning him for sure. I know, dude. And Tariq Woolen too is fast as shit too. Their their yeah. fucking secondary is looking really good. I and mean, they're young. Yeah. Um the our last one's comeback player of the year. Comeback player of the year, yeah. That's Who do you have? I, got. I had Calvin Ridley in the beginning. He started off hot. Like yeah. Scorching hot, but then slowed down a little bit and like we talked about, we talked about this before the show. Lamar Jackson is my comeback player of the year. Is he Same. Yeah. Same. And we are saying, we were questioning it because it's like, can he win MVP and comeback? But we both said, if they somehow, if he does win MVP and he doesn't win comeback player of the year, they're just trying to spread the love. Yeah, at this point, you can't be the best player in football and not get the best comeback player because obviously yeah, you're the best player if you're eligible yeah, yeah if you're eligible exactly. for it yeah then you can't be the you can't be the best player and not be the best comeback player be eligible yeah ah uh, that was so that once we saw he was eligible because we kind of both forgot that he was yeah had, like well i don't even know what you need to be eligible yeah because some of them i honestly still don't know how some are eligible yeah so i don't know about that but i mean if you're the mvp you have to be the comeback player yeah um, real quick, just to catch you guys up, um, we'll say our list one time, just straight through. We'll just give it to you as one. I'll start. Midseason awards for me at week 10. I got MVP Lamar Jackson, Offense Player of the Year, Christian McCaffrey, Defense Player of the Year, TJ Watt, Coach of the Year, Dan Campbell, Rookie of the Year, CJ Strout, Defensive Player, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Devin Witherspoon, Comeback Player of the Year, Lamar Jackson. I'm, list? I'm with you on all of those. I got them all the same, except uh, my defensive rookie of the year is Jalen Carter. And that's it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hmm? I want you to say it for the clips. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. All right. My MVP is Lamar Jackson. Offensive rookie of the year, CMC. Defensive rookie of the year, fucking TJ Watt. Excuse my language. Coach of the Year, Dan Campbell. Offensive Rookie of the Year, CJ Stroud. Okay. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Jalen Carter. And Comeback Player of the Year, V. Lamar Jackson. Awesome list. Awesome. Big trust. 
Whoa, whoa. Guys, that's our midseason of the year really, awards. Really made me say it for the clip. <laughs> I it's just easier to piece it together on the clips, guys. Alright. You know. But let's get into our top ten. We'll give you the reasons why and we'll give you the full list without breakups in between after. So bear with us. We're gonna start at number ten. Uh some of them we have the same straight off the bat. But we'll tell you why some are different and why some are the same, you know? Uh number ten, Seahawks. Seahawks, yep. You know, rounding out that number 10 spot, it was just a little harder. Yeah. Because I just didn't want to leave someone out, and I thought they are the most deserving to grab that 10 spot. I know. Was, I, I put them pretty quickly, and then you were deciding between them and the Browns, right? Mm -hmm. And that, that made me think a little bit, but I, I can't remember. Did they play each other head-to-head, -head maybe? But They did. Yeah. The Browns won. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. We I, left the Browns out. I like the Seahawks, though. Seahawks and they just beefed offense. up their D-line, too, with mm -hmm. Leonard, Willino, well, eh, Leonard Williams, so... They could be dangerous. Number nine, I have the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, I got Cowboys and then Dolphins. Okay. I have Cowboys, then Dolphins. Yeah. So. <laughs> what? No, so I got Dolphins at eight. You have Cowboys at eight. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I hate to put Cowboys any higher on my list, you know, because I just hate the Cowboys. But honestly, their team seems more complete at this moment. Uh, the fact That's that fair. Dolphins haven't beaten a winning team. Yeah, this season, I know they've only had three, but that kind of factored me in putting them at the ninth spot. Yeah, I remember hearing that, actually, and I was like, damn, that's an interesting stat. Um, that's a good point for sure. I just, maybe it's a little uh, biasy. You know, I don't like the Cowboys, and Mike McDaniels is a man. Yeah. <laughs> um, was that, so we covered eight, nine, ten. Let's go seven. Seven, I got the Jags. You? I got the Jags, too. Yeah, they're looking dangerous. A lot of people had them high on their list. Yeah, they're coming off a five-game winning streak. I think they're going to cool down after their bye. Um, <laughs> speaking into existence, you know. So it's going to be a top-10 matchup this week, and we'll see. You know, it'll, it'll solidify some people's list, or it'll make their list completely offside because a lot of them had them like Jags 3-4 and the Niners 6-7, you know. Yeah. So that's even, not our list. Yeah, even It'll solidify nine. our list after this week for sure. Yeah. Um, number six. I have Bengals. I got Bengals too. They're okay. they're they're heating up. They were not even in the top ten. Like Joe Cool. Yeah, Joe Cool is heating up. Like they say that he heats up every time around this year. So it's I guess it's not surprising at this point. No man, is he heating up? Like their team looks so good. Yeah. They're firing on all cylinders they're right now. Strong right now. Um, number five, Lions. Lions. Yeah, the Bengals and Lions. I think are both close, but I feel like. Lions have just been more consistent. Yeah, the, the, the entire season. There, I mean, dude, yeah. Lions are Lions are top five right now. And yep. Like we said last week, I think it was. We're sorry, Lions. You're in the top five. Hey, we got them in our top five this week. Yes, sir. Hell yeah. Um, The next four, I know we don't have the same exact order. Same teams, different order. Mm -hmm. At number four, I have the Chiefs. Mm, oh, yeah, I got the Ravens at four. I put the Chiefs down lower. I just don't trust their offense enough. I know they have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Don't get me wrong on that. Their defense is awesome. But I think what separates them from the next three is being that fully complete team. They have the elite quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But I think their offense is still still questionable. Dude, they should have went and signed Martavis Bryant out of them. Like, thinking about it? Yeah, what why not? What's what there to lose? Good? I mean, yeah, what is there to lose? But I don't know. Maybe their receivers pick it up. They got a lot of young guys in there. 
though. It may yeah. take some time, but there's a lot of potential in that receiver room. Um, you said you had the Ravens, right? At four? Yeah, I put the uh, Chiefs at two and the Ravens at four because uh, their defense, the Chiefs' defense is looking like, in. I mean, I guess so is the Ravens, but Chiefs yeah, defense I was gonna is bring looking that up. like one of the best in the NFL right now, if not the best. And then you just have the Mahomes effect and the Kelsey effect, like yeah, the he's... championship effect, similar to like the Warriors, like you can't count them out, you know. Yeah, thank you for shouting out my Warriors. <sighs> I hated doing that too. <laughs> you went for it. I didn't even ask you to say the Warriors. <laughs> I know, but that was just what I was thinking about. Uh, number three, I have the San Francisco Forty ers Obviously, <laughs> you guys could see it. I know we didn't put them at number one. Don't hate faithful. Trust us. It's just the process. In yeah. a couple weeks, we'll be able to put them back yeah, at number this one. This is a week 10 midway power rankings. You don't yeah. want to be number one at this point. You want to finish at number one. Yeah. Um, that leads me to my number two. You hit this team earlier. I'm saying it now, Ravens. Um, for the reason that their defense has been freaking elite, literally holding the Lions and the Seattle Seahawks, who we have in our top 10, to three points each, I believe. And putting up 30-something each, like, it was insane. So, I have them at number two. You have the Chiefs, like you said earlier. Yeah, I think, you know, once you – this whole list, like, it's all kind of interchangeable. But this top four for me is, like, very, very interchangeable. Like, it's very tough. And, like, yeah, anyone – you could put anyone anywhere, really, right now. Yeah. And, all right, that leads us to the number one. Eagles fans – you could clip this, whatever you got to do, spread our video out. We're wearing 49er gear, but our number one team in the NFL at week 10 is the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. That freaking hurt to say. Like, my chest is like hurting right now. I'm glad you had to say it. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to see that on clips later. I'm just going to be so disgusted. I might, I just threw up in my mouth. Guys. I just had to write it, and you had to say it, though, out of your mouth. Oh my. Okay, but for reason. Their offense, there's like honestly no stopping AJ Brown right now. It seems like there's, I that's not even Devonte Smith. He's been kind of quiet. Their defense has been lights out. It seems like I know the the Cowboys and uh, Eagles game was a little bit of shootout, and I know you'll get into that later. So I don't want to touch it too much. But they still just look like the absolute better team. Yeah, and I just the most complete team. Like they're hitting on all cylinders, and it's like. Hopefully sometimes, too early. Yeah, some like sometimes it's like their weakest link might be their corners, but dude, their corners are Darius Slay and James Bradbury. Like that's they not have weak, elite <laughs> you know? Yeah, DBs, and I mean, yeah, they're just very complete team, and they have one loss right now on the season. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be so hard to clip later. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to editing this right now. <laughs> have fun with it. I'm going home. <laughs> oh, Eagles, man. Yeah. All right, I'm done talking about the Eagles. You want to look back at our picks from last week? Yeah, let's get into it. I'm on a well. It's not a streak yet. Two is not a streak. Three is a streak. Yeah. I'm just back to back right now. My yeah. dog of the week last or this uh whatever past week yeah was uh TJ Watt and I texted Trent. He got it early in the game. What first quarter was yeah. it? Yeah. When if this was a helmet. And he still <laughs> yeah. gets the sack. Ripped his helmet off, played through it, got the sack. I mean, he had a sack and a half, uh, three QB hits, and 
Oh, no, that was fucking Mike Parsons. My bad. He had two QB <laughs> hits. And, I mean, he just had a hell of a game. Yeah, he honestly is such a factor. Like, if you guys aren't planning to have three guys on him, your offense coordinator just sucks at this point. Like, that's how many you need. Yeah, he's an animal. and I could have picked him any week, so I'm going to stop picking guys, you know, that are so obvious, like TJ fucking <laughs> Watt. <laughs> uh, my dog... He's, his team put up 37 points. He's the quarterback of it. Lamar Jackson. I'm not stamping the dog stamp on him this week. He did go 21 for 26, which is hella accurate. 187 yards and 10, 10 carries for 60 yards. But as a dog quarterback, I'm looking for three tuds, four tuds. Um, and just didn't get there. But his team got the job done, so... Yeah, and I mean, he definitely did his thing. Like yeah. you said, the, the efficiency, like, insane. And just when we're talking dog, we just need, you know. A little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more. But the efficiency. But no disrespect. Yeah, he was, he played, yeah, he played great. Uh, like an MVP, comeback player of the year. <laughs> yeah, we're bringing up his name a lot this episode. Dude, he's playing like the man right now. Um, That leads us into our matchup. Our matchup, well, my matchup, was Trent McDuffie, Tyreek Hill. Did I say Tyreek Hill was going to win this matchup? I sure did. I wouldn't take my word back on that. If they had matched up again this week, I'd still take Tyreek Hill. Yeah. But Trent McDuffie won this battle. Not only did he force a fumble, but he held Tyreek to eight receptions for only 62 yards. His lowest game of the year, I'm pretty sure. And that forced fumble, just it stamps the, the dub over Trent's name right yeah, there. Yeah, especially the timing of it. It was late in the game, like. It was big time for the Chiefs. And, yeah, Trent McDuffie won that battle. And, I mean, that was the pick that they got for trading uh, the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Or trading Tyreek. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was dope. Full circle right there for yeah, sure. Man. How'd your matchup play out? My matchup, it was the uh, Eagles O-line versus the Cowboys D-line. And just kind of every matchup within that game. Like, there's so many big names at every position group. But uh, I would say no one... Now your side really dominated. Eagles got the dub, though. But Micah Parsons did have himself a game. He had a sack and a half, three QB hits, and he had, like, nine tackles. I mean, yeah, he was lining up all over the D-line, and he was kind of causing havoc. Yeah, I I agree with your take on that one for sure. Mm. Um, was that one of our games of the week? Let's lead into that. Yeah, that was my game of the week as well. And I mean, the Eagles, like... Like we said, it wasn't uh, neither side really dominated. The Cowboys actually had over a hundred more total yards and seven more first downs, but couldn't get in the end zone. They couldn't get in the end zone, but they had one more turnover than the Eagles. They had one turnover. The Eagles had zero. And when it's close game like that, such a close game, and like the possession time was almost equal, that one turnover I think is just kind Huge. of what, yeah, it's what puts them over the hump. But dude, Dak played his ass off. Yeah, I gotta gotta shout out Dak on that on his playing effort. Mm. Um, but like you said, that one turnover is huge. When mm. you're playing arguably the best team in the NFL, yeah, turnovers are gonna kill you in a close game like that. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, dude, I we can't talk about this game and skip over the fact that CD and Dak are heating up. They're finally using CD right, like a mm -hmm. number one receiver, and getting him his targets. I love it because now I have two true 
wide receiver ones on my fantasy team. Dude, yeah. He had, what, 11 catches for like 190 yards or something like that. Yeah, had, something stupid. Yeah, big game. And, I mean, that duo is heating up right now. He got me 28.1 points on 11 receptions, 191 yards. That's what I went said. Off. And Adam Thielen didn't have the best week. <laughs> Nobody cares about your fantasy But, dude. man, my fantasy wide receivers are nice. Nobody cares. And, dude, okay, let me talk about my fantasy real quick, okay? I know I didn't have the best week, but imagine if – um. So I have Adam Thielen and CeeDee Lamb heating up, right? And then my running backs before Nick Chubb got hurt was CMC and Nick Chubb. I would have been, like, unstoppable. Stamp the championship belt over to me. You scored 82 points this week. You won by 0.5 points, and the other guy didn't have a tight end. Hey, I'm guess calling what? you out. Guess what? <laughs> a win's a win. What'd you do this past week? You lost. I don't care what you put up because when you put up points, you got to put up more than your opponent. Yeah. Not just some other people in the league. That's true. That's a good point. It was strategy. <laughs> I was just trying to make it close and have Jose into it, you know? Oh, yeah. Jose's been struggling. All right. Out of fantasy. Who's <laughs> been a good friend? Yeah. Out of fantasy. Out of fantasy. Uh, Dolphins, Chiefs were one of my games. We talked about this earlier due to the matchup. Um, honestly, my take on this game is kind of how it played out chiefs got the lead early really early 21-0 i think right and then it then dolphins came back out of halftime put up 14 points in the third quarter but that chiefs defense really buckled down mm. and didn't let anything else after that so it stayed 21-14 yeah and their defense proved to be too much in that fourth quarter that defense is just it's crazy it's something else this year and uh, Mahomes needs to be thankful because yeah they're saving them some games. They honestly could be like if you think about it, if their defense was anything like the previous years, they probably have four more losses on this season than yeah. what they already have. I'm curious how many games they won that are like pretty close. Yeah, but it is a team sport, so I guess one's gotta pick up the other. Mm -hmm. You know? For sure. Your last game? My last game is uh oh the Seahawks at uh Baltimore Ravens. Slaughter. I mean Slaughter. It was a slaughter. Baltimore just dominated. Their defense, another defense, probably one and two right now. I mean, as of right now. Now, next week, we might have to do another top five defense because <laughs> uh, we're going to see a new and improved Niners defense. But anyway, yes, sir. that uh, Baltimore defense is just playing insane, dude. They had like four sacks, I want to say, like seven pass breakups. They got this corner. I I never found out what year he is. Geno Stone, who's leading the NFL right now in interceptions with six interceptions. Hey Stone, my bad. I did not know your name before we did these show notes. You put it. You, you're putting your name on blast this year. You know, and mm -hmm. all good reason. Yeah. The fact that you're leading receptions is insane. Interceptions. Or interceptions. Yeah, and he has two but, more than the next guy. So I mean, he's balling right now. But that whole defense is just playing nuts. And, I mean, Tough loss for the Seahawks, but they're still a tough team. And the Ravens are just, you know, on They're the, playing really good right now. Yeah, they're playing really good football. Um, I got one more game. Oh, you got another game? Yeah, because I, I haven't said my second one. Those Bengals. Um, honestly, I was telling you this before the show while I was writing it down. Even though the score was 24-18, I truly believe Cincinnati just controlled this game. Um. The Bills seem to be struggling. Like, I don't think they're clicking enough. Mm. Um, that connection between 
Allen and Diggs just it's there, but it's not it's not on fire, mm-hmm. you know. And the Bengals just are way too hot right now. Where if you're not 100, you ain't gonna beat the Bengals at this moment in time. Yeah, the Bengals are hot right now, and the Bills are definitely like struggling a little bit. Out of the playoff reach or playoff race. Yeah, I know that's crazy. That AFC North right now, <laughs> the entire Pittsburgh, division. Cleveland. Um, you got the Ravens and who am I forgetting right now? Oh, the Browns. Browns, yeah. They're all playoff teams right now. Yeah. Insane. Oh, I think you said Cleveland. Maybe you didn't say the Bengals. Oh. One yeah. of them though. But dude, yeah, they're insane. The Steelers defense is like they have to be saving the Steelers right now because what their offense is just so terrible. Yeah, it's not it. Um Are you ready for our Favorite, yeah, our favorite. It's back to our favorite segment. Yeah, our favorite segment again. I like that one guy that said the 49ers aren't losing after their bye week the rest of the way out. Hey, I'm right there with you, man. Um, bye week is over. Putting my mic down real quick, clap it up, Debo. Welcome back, Trent Williams. Welcome back. All our guys coming off IR that are gonna get reinstated. Welcome the fuck back. And Chase Young, welcome. Welcome, <laughs> welcome home. Show, baby. Welcome home, baby. Oh, my. And I just got to keep going. Chase Young, you know, we said welcome. Nick Bosa, first day of practice out on the field, welcoming him back with Ohio State gloves. He was repping them. Oh, yeah. It's like old times. You know those two are going to gel so much. Man, I'm so excited to be done with this bye week and getting into it on Sunday, bright and early. Yes, sir. I know. I love that. Get it out the way. Let's just get it out. Got to start fast. Defense has to fly around. Mm-hmm. What else do you see that the 49ers have to do? Who's going to go off this game? Who needs to have a big game? I mean, like you said, like we were talking about earlier, we got to start fast and we got to play from ahead. And let's just play comfortable. Let us pound the rock and have a day. But. I think we're going to do a little more than just pound the rock this week. I have. I was hoping you were going to say that. High, high hopes for this week. I got Brock Purdy as a huge, huge comeback game. People are talking a lot. He's thrown all his picks in the past three games, the past three losses, three-game losing streak. And I think he has a 300-yard, three touchdown, maybe one rushing touchdown in there too. Just a a big, big day. So, with you saying him having a big day, I paired him up with Debo Samuel. Mm -hmm. He's coming off three or four weeks rest now. Four, right? No, three. Two games and a bye, or three games and a bye? So, four weeks, whatever. He's going to go off. He's going to put the league on notice and remind them why we are the best team in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Notice we didn't have them in our top. We didn't have them as number one on our list. Just because our little skid. But once Debo's back, that whole team's different. With Trent Williams back, that whole team's different because the vibes are way better. And you got them rocking out before the game. I don't care if another team fucking brings a boombox out. That's our thing. And Debo Samuel and Trent Williams in gear in the front of that this week. Oh, I can't wait for 9.55-ish when they're walking out of that tunnel. Oh, let's go. Yeah, I'm hyped. And I think, you know, with... Ayuk's going to have a big game for sure, but 300 yards, he's going to have to, you know, spread the love a little bit, and that could open up for someone else to have a big game. Maybe a few guys. Mm-hmm. 
But I got Ayuk and Debo both having a day and just completely forcing themselves into the top duo conversation, the top wide receiving duo. I know it's Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. It's A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. But, but Debo Samuel and Ayuk are going to be up there. Yeah, don't sleep on them. They're going to just completely force themselves into it and just – like you said, they're going to remind them we're the best team in the NFL. They're going to remind them that this is a duo to look out for, for sure. Yep. And you know what's going to be a new duo on the other side? It's Chase Young and Nick Bosa. I got them both finishing the day with one and a half sacks. One sack each. And that half sack, they're just going to combine on Trevor Lawrence, sandwich him, take him to the ground softly so there's no roughing <laughs> the passer. But that's going to be a nice duo to watch. And not to talk about Mr. Fred Warner right behind them. Going to be able to eat because there's going to be no D-line coming up or offensive line to come up to block him. Guess who's going to make that tackle now? Yeah. Fred motherfucking Warner. Exactly. So speaking of that, speaking of the duos, we got the Ayuk and Debo duo going off. We got the Chase Young and Bosa duo going off. I think all of our duos are about to have a day. And Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw are both going to have a yes, turnover sir. on Sunday. Each yes, with sir. their own turnover, whether it's a pick, a forced fumble, whatever it is. You know Greenlaw's coming for heads. His might be a forced fumble. You know Warner is a DB playing linebacker, and he loves to punch it out. So it could come however he wants. I mean, Yeah, Dre Greenlaw is going to be the healthiest he's been all season, having that two weeks to rest. Mm -hmm. He's going to be ready. Yeah, dude. And all, all of our duos, it's going to be a big day for all of our uh, duos, for yes, sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I can it be 10 a.m. already on uh, no. on on Sunday, baby? I'm hyped. Um, I want to leave it at that. Let's <sighs> go off about our duos. Let's look ahead to the rest of the week of the NFL. We got some dogs. We got some matchups. We got some games. We got to pick. Thank you guys for still listening to this, y'all. Some real ones. Um, I just want to let y'all know, and I want to say this so I could clip it because I just can't just make a video, <laughs> but. Thank you guys so much. Right now on Spotify, we have been searched over 5,000 times in the past 30 days. And we're getting great listening results. So I don't know the exact numbers, but the fact that we've been searched 5,000 times, I want to say thank you to everyone that's been listening and to our faithful for sure for listening and our family and friends, you know. Oh, yeah. it's a, It means a lot. Um, but let's get into our dog matchup and games for this week 10 of the nfl who you got for your dog because the first pick are you sure the one that hits you know what i'm gonna let no, you i want go. you to have a streak oh you you have i two. got it either way okay let me not be cocky no 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 my dog of the week he's gonna <laughs> beat the hell out of the toy lions in la justin herbert you got that dog stamped oh that's gonna come back to bite me in the ass because know. you know who your dog is it's in the same game. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. You know what? Nah, I'm not even. I'm not even worried about it. I'm confident in this one. I can't Jameer wait. Jameer Gibbs this, coming off a big game. I mean, finally they were using him and giving him the right usage, and he he showed what he's capable of. And I think you know they were talking. It's going to be running back by committee. You know, whoever has like the like you said the hot hand. I think Jameer Gibbs is going to have the hot hand, and he's going to take over that running back room. This okay. Week. Okay. All right, so we're going to pause on our matchup. Let's just go to our game one of the week mm -hmm. since we're here. Lions-Chargers. Mm. Both of our dogs coming from this game, both on the offensive side. This is in L.A. Who do you got winning and why? 
you know who I got winning. I think you got them. Actually, I don't know who you got. I got the Lions winning this one. It's not like, you know, it's a real Hong game. It's No, it's L.A. It's L.A. and it's the Chargers in L.A. It's not even the Rams in L.A. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like it's a crazy home game, but the Lions are just, they've proved to be better in pretty much every aspect. And, I mean, they got, the Chargers got some DBs over there and, well, I mean, they have Asante Samuel, but Amin Ra, Jamison Williams, who they said they're not going to be afraid to use him and take off the top with him too. So I think they just have a lot of weapons and the Chargers aren't going to be able to handle it. That defense, we've talked about them before. They have all the names, but they just haven't been known to get it done. Yeah, that's crazy. Their head coach is a defensive guy too. Yeah. Um, but I'm going opposite of you. Really? I, I, I love I, the Lions. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. I love the Lions. Don't get me wrong. We've been big Lions supporters. But you got to have a fuck game, like a shitty game. And I think this is going to be their week. Um, and to more just push my dog of the week, my fantasy quarterback, um, Justin Herbert's going to go off. And it's going to be a little too much for the Lions. Um, I'm not saying they're going to look out of, out of sorts in a sense. But it's going to be like, okay, let, we'll reset next week type deal. It's going to be their off week. And so the Chargers it's going to be close. Is Chargers going to pull away, you know? Um, Probably like a 28-14 game. 28-17. A little double point digit win. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Let's go back to our matchups because they're pretty feet of May this week. Um, Your matchup, go ahead. My matchup, it's one that, you know, I don't think – there wasn't too many that I was really looking at this week. But I don't think everyone was looking at this one. Lattimore, Marshawn Lattimore, who's been playing out of his mind this season. I mean, the whole Saints defense is – they've been really good for the past few years, but they're playing very well this season. And Marshawn Lattimore versus Jordan Addison is going to be a great matchup. Bro. Joshua Dobbs with this, like, you know, he's going to have a full week of practice and everything. and Actually and, get some snaps with his online, not just yeah. in pregame, and so insane. I'm more excited just to see Jordan Addison, the USC guy, and with a real, real tough matchup. I mean, he's obviously played some good corners already. He played the Niners, played some good defenses. Yeah. But, I mean, Marshawn Lattimore is an elite corner. You know, he's up there, top three, top five. And I'm just curious to see how Jordan Addison pairs up with the elite guys. I honestly love that matchup. Kind of. I know it gives me more of a reason to look at that game. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I was trying to find any way to look at some of these games because it's not the best matchups. It's not the games. best slate this week, for sure. Yeah. Um, but if you're looking at the rest of the slate, go ahead, fill out our pick'em sheet. Josh is handling it now. <laughs> um, I did my nine weeks. So good luck on getting updates, guys. <laughs> He's got the last eight. I'll let you know who wins. <laughs> <laughs> um, my matchup's pretty pretty nice, too. Devontae Adams, Sauce Gardner. Um, oh, yeah, great this, matchup. This matchup, honestly, it's a little more, I think, mental. Um, you got Aaron Rodgers' old best friend. Not saying that they're not cool, you know, but his old best teammate. Well, there's also a rumor. I don't they know. Were is it confirmed? Trade, they were trying that, to trade for them. Yeah, is that yeah, confirmed? That's confirmed. Cool. That's reported by the high-ups. Um, but you have Devontae Adams, who is Aaron Rodgers' homie. And now you have Sauce Gardner, who's Aaron Rodgers' homie. <laughs> and it's going to be like, all right, who who wants to impress Rodgers more, you know, type yeah, deal? For sure. And they're two greats. So 
I think this match is going to be good. Yeah, I'm definitely looking up or looking forward to that matchup. I remember, you know, when Devontae Adams went against uh, Pat Sertain, another young guy, and he, he beat him in the ma- matchup, and he said, he's not ready. He's not ready. So I'm interested to see. I like seeing, you know, the – he's not old at all, but he's the vet, and he's – Yeah. I mean, we'll see how Aiden O'Connell pairs up and gets him the ball too. Can I can I um, predict something wild that I think is going to happen? Yeah. Adam's going to catch a touchdown pass over Sauce, right? He's going to either break him hard or just over the top. And he's going to fake his handshake that he does with Rodgers, and he's going, I don't know why. I just see that happening just on the spot. I just I want to say it and have it clipped right here. So when it does happen, I'm just going to replay the clip. You're smoking on that sauce pack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's our matchups, our dogs. That was our first game. We both each have one more game. Um, I got Ravens-Browns as one of my games of the week. Why? Because they're both a playoff team. Mm-hmm. They're division rivals. Um, two great defenses. One great offense. Will this be the week Lamar Jackson's finally stopped? Mm-hmm. Hasn't happened really yet. Like I know they have a couple losses, but it's gonna be his biggest test. I want. They already played each other, right? I think they did, and I'm pretty sure you chose the Bengals, and I chose the Ravens, and I'm pretty sure the Ravens uh kind of dominated. Maybe. And I'm pretty sure I also said the Ravens are gonna sweep, and uh, I think they're gonna. You know, they call him Joe Cool. Joe Joe's gonna get cooled off this week. No, no, Ravens are playing the Browns. Oh, Ravens are playing the Browns? Yeah, and they have played each other before this year. Oh. And it was 28-3 to Ravens. Oh, yeah. And that was in in Cleveland. I don't know. The Browns' defense seems like they're a lot better. So, is it his test? I don't think so. I think the Ravens win this game. But it's just a good game to look at. Yeah, What's your other game? game? My other game is going to be uh, Houston at – oh, yeah, I got Houston at Cincinnati. The Bengals aren't playing. The Ravens are my other game of the week. Houston at Cincinnati. I think – I mean, we, we all know what C.J. Stroud is capable of. Now, obviously, he's putting the world on notice. Yeah. But uh, I don't think people realize, you know, what else they got cooking over there. And I think people are thinking the, – they're not doubting that C.J. Stroud might have a good game. But I don't think they're thinking it's going to be close. I think D'Amico is cooking something up, and uh, he's got that defensive mind, and they have a lot of young guys over there. I think it's going to be a close game, a lot closer than people think. It's going to be a shootout, but I think Cincinnati pulls it out. Just the experience. Joe Burrow is, I mean, on fire right now. and But I think it's going to be closer than people might think. I wonder, I, I want to see what the like over-under is and everything, the spread. Yeah, I honestly... I agree. The Bengals are going to win that game. But C.J. Strout and D'Amico Ryans, is, they're not going to get blown out, no. for sure. No, they're a nasty pair. and I mean, D'Amico got his guy on offense, and they got some guys on defense, too. Will Anderson is in the race for uh, defensive rookie of the year, too. Yeah, and to pull up that spread for you, um, ESPN says they're going to – Bengals have a 65% chance of winning that. But the spread on it is – Seven, seven points, points, a whole touchdown, and 48 and a half is the over-under. I mean, yeah, can I see them winning by a touchdown? Yes. 
But I don't see them winning by two. But that's like a big spread to have, like as the the line, like the money yeah. line. That's you. That's a big spread for the NFL. So yeah, Maybe. I think it's gonna surprise. The Bengals people. are stupid hot though right now. They are, yeah. CJ Stroud's hot too. Yeah. Um, I think that concludes our NFL for the week. 10 a.m. Please come soon. Please come fast. Sunday, we can't wait. Bang, bang, hey, Niner gang. Yo. Pause. What? Nothing, bro. Good. <laughs> what? You said, please come soon. Please come fast. Oh, that's going to get clipped so bad. Oh, shit. By who? <laughs> by you? No, by you. Oh. Or someone's going to record it off. Maybe that won't motivate me to make a clip, finally. <laughs> All right, let's get out of that. Let's get out of the NFL. Get into a little bit of basketball. How are the Warriors doing right now? Are you they... know, the Warriors. It's in season tournament time. We're two and one right now. No, that is that though, because I've only seen that one day. The game say in season like group play or tournament group play, whatever. I never see the game saying. Honestly, it's so weird because it's just so new. Like Dame said, Dame Damian Lillard said, no one knows what's going on. <laughs> it feels like they're playing for something, but no one knows what's going on. Yeah, honestly, I okay. We started off the first game, we won. We then we lost to uh, Cleveland, and then we beat Detroit. So if it's all the tournament play, we're two and one right now. I don't know. It's so new and. I don't I, know what's yeah, going on. I have no idea how that works. I want to figure it out, though, eventually. <laughs> eventually. Eventually. But, I mean, dude, let's talk about my Lakers a little bit, unless you have anything more to say. I mean, I just wanted to say that the Warriors are 6-2 and two on the season. Damn. You know, starting off hot. We well, That one year when we only we were uh, fighting against the best record ever, you know, a similar start. I mean, let's, uh, <laughs> let's repeat history and then go win the shit. Did you guys have KD when it was that record or what? Or no, did you not? It was the year before KD. Are you sure? 70 wins? No, it was the year with KD. I feel like it was with KD. Maybe not, though. But, uh... Lakers. Go ahead. Lakers, yeah. They're... Dude, they signed some of the shooters, you know. They got all these guys. And they're just still... They're they're not hitting their shots. Especially not late in the game when they need it. And I don't know how many shots. It was like four threes in a row that we missed like in the last minute of the game when we were down by like one point. We were balling, balling, getting – and we like – we were down by like seven or eight points, maybe ten points like in the fourth quarter with just like three minutes left. And, you know, our defense just started playing very well and our offense was moving. LeBron was getting to the cup. And, I mean, I don't know what happened. Once we got down by one point, we just kept taking threes. <laughs> You only needed two. Yeah, and we just kept taking threes and missing threes. Everyone was taking threes and missing them. And ultimately, I mean, I think at that last second shot when LeBron is one-on-one with Jimmy Butler, obviously there's it's a two-on-one with another guy in the paint, bam. But he's staying in the paint, you know? I think LeBron, just like he did maybe two minutes before that, he bumps into him, bumps into him, gets that leverage, and uh, fades away for a – you know, a nice, easy mid-range shot. And that's that's what he does. And I don't know. I feel like Kobe would have done. So I don't know. I just I feel like he needs to take some of those shots. I know he's getting older and he's always been a pass-first guy. But in that situation, I just think one-on-one, take it. One, take dude, it. he was one-on-one. No one else was coming unless he was going to the rack. Like, 
Yeah, they were like letting him take the shot. I think you take that fucking shot. While you were doing that little spiel of awesomeness right there, I was looking at our s- schedules, and that in-season tournament's so weird. So on Friday, 11-3, the Warriors had their first in-season tournament game. Tournament, you think it's back to back to back. That that's just that's tournament to me. Our next in in season tournament is not till eleven fourteen, and then after that, it's not till eleven twenty four and eleven twenty eight. That is the weirdest tournament. I still don't understand it after looking at that. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm not gonna try and figure it out. Maybe if I just hear it on TV or something. I'm very confused. Hopefully Shaq and Maybe right Shaq now it's just kind of like pool play or whatever where they're like trying it's, to get It's definitely pool play, but... And then eventually, like once the actual tournament starts, then... It'll go back to back? Yeah. I think it'll have to be like that because I don't even think they have the, the courts right now or like the jerseys. Do they? Maybe for the group play games? They have them for the group play games because they have the courts and the jerseys. Hmm. I don't know. so weird. But no, I don't think they have them for all the other games. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying, man. All right. Let's... Let's keep sliding out of the NFL. Um, UFC. Tell, tell me all about this upcoming. Uh... All right, this <laughs> UFC card. Guys, so I don't know if you know this, but I am a huge UFC fan, okay? Anything question-wise, you know, you got me. Just not in person, always over the phone because then I could search it up. <laughs> look up stats. Um, but you know what? I, one thing I am confident, it's UFC 295 week. November 11th. Let's go. Hell yeah. I mean, we got... Run it through. Run... I don't know what I was trying to say. Let's run through these fights. Um, You're the UFC guy, so I'll let you take the lead. And I'll be the commentary guy. Um, I'll let you know who I got winning. I mean, we got two title fights, so that's good right there. I know we had Jones versus Stipe, who the expert Trent said. Stipe would have gave him a good fight. Like... Like he knew is just a good. But thing Jones would have won. <laughs> Guess we'll never know. Which of course, Steve. I mean, yeah, he is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, heavyweight MMA fighter of all time. But Jones is the goat, pound for pound. I think, in my opinion. Yeah. But that fight's not happening. Jones might be out for a while, and so we got Sergey Pavlovich versus a uh, Tom Aspinall replacing them. Mm-hmm. This is, a, I mean, another fireworks fight. I mean, heavyweight, you got to watch these. They're always must-watch. They usually don't go the distance, and there's usually some big shots thrown and big shots landed. And, I mean, Pavlovich is just an animal. I got him winning this one. He's been an animal. He's so fast and so strong, and I just think he's going to be too much. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what if I think John Jones will probably have to fight him, and then Stipe, or I don't know how that's going to work, but yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure to see how that plays out after this fight. I got Tom Aspinall in round two knockout, and then he'll fight John Jones when he recovers, probably February March. Um, just so I, I see it. February. March. No, it's probably going to be later. Yeah, the surgery he's having is actually kind of extensive, so maybe June next year. Maybe I don't know exactly timelines, but yeah, yeah. it's going to be a little while and. I'm really curious to see like what happens after that, what they do with Stipe. Because Stipe has been out for a while too, but I think he kind of only wanted to come back for John Jones. I think he was kind of you know chilling. He's already yeah, he's already accomplished so yeah, much. He's already cemented himself. So other title fight. The other title fight is going to be Yuri Proschka 
Correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm saying that wrong. I told you that's how you say it, but if not, no, honestly, right. I'm, right. Yeah, I'm not positive. Versus Alex Perea, Adesanya's fucking arch enemy, arch nemesis. And that's how I know him. Yeah, and uh, I mean, who you got in this fight? You know, since you're my arch nemesis, <laughs> um, I got Alex Perea for sure. In All, this right. One. All right. I mean, it's tough to pick against like, uh, just that nuclear weapon of like the right hand or left hand, whatever it is for him, that he just, I mean, it's probably either one that he just has stone hands and he can knock people out at any moment. And like we've seen when Adesanya, the first time he lost to him in the UFC, I mean, he was winning pretty much every round of that fight. And then the fifth round just gets knocked out by that punch. I mean, guy so, has some. Heavy yeah. hands. You got to fear that nu one nuclear weapon that Perea has. But Yuri, I'm taking Yuri in this one. He's just a complete fighter. And, I mean, he uh, took some time off because he had a, I don't know, I forget what exactly, uh, what kind of injury he had. But he took a long time off. He was the champ, but he had to uh, vacate the belt. <laughs> and then Jamal Hill got it, and he had to vacate the belt as well. So I don't know what exactly has been going on, but that light heavyweight division is crazy. But Yuri is just, I mean, he's just a next level fighter. He has so many like strengths and not a lot of weaknesses. And I think he's just more complete than Alex Perea, who's a strong kickboxer. But So we have exact opposite picks on this main card right here. Yeah. So $5? Ten dollars, five for each fight. All right. Is it just five for each fight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have to do it. Yeah. Five for each fight. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. Easy money. Thank you all for nah, listening. Not easy money. Like we said, Alex Gray got that nuclear weapon. Nah. And, for sure. And then the heavyweight. I mean, there's two nuclear weapons going. It's like two nuclear bombs. Just. It's gonna be a good one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Thank you all for listening. This is the Can Lou Show. And deuces. Deuces.